right now. Welcome back to the Off the Cuff podcast. Uh, I have a very special guest in the house tonight. Uh, some people call him the Wanderer. Some people call him the Italian Stallion or the Brazen Porter Raisin. Uh, the Wild Goose. Uh, the Chaser. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Pounder. Um, the, the, the credit checker. They call him everything, but uh, I call my brother. Jared Lopriori, thank you for coming on the show. Welcome uh, to Off the Cuff. Uh, what uh, a pleasure. Best mental health podcast in the world. And, uh, Facts. How you doing? I'm good, man. I just landed in Miami. I uh, appreciate you picking me up from the airport. Wasn't easy? No, but, you know, nothing that matters is easy. You know, I'm excited to be here. I'm, uh, I'm kind of in like a vacation. Well, you live here now. Right, but yeah. I don't realize that yet because yeah, I'm in a just, hotel yeah. room. Yeah, kind of like living out of the sink with ice. But ice. Yeah, I got one against ice. ice. But yeah, no. So Jared uh, worked uh, in Thompson Street uh, Carbone uh, Restaurant One Eight One represent One Eight One, which is uh, they've moved. Well, they've they didn't expanded. move. They've opened. They've expanded. Yeah, we've been fortunate. With their cajillions of dollars from rigatoni. <laughs> they've uh, opened a Mi- they're opening a Miami location. Correct. Opening a Miami South Beach South Beach location, uh, Forty Nine Collins 49 Avenue. Collins. So in the heart of it, it we're we're fired up. I mean, you know, Carbone's a special place, man. So you could put it on the moon. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna work. So I'm excited about it. I left it all behind to come here. COVID put me in a frame of mind where I kind of have to just pivot and go towards where the success is going to be uh, more consistent right now. But we're fortunate, even back home, man, we're one of those places that has has been blessed to be able to stay open and and, uh, get people back into the working situation and get money. But, uh, you know, winter's there. COVID is still there. For sure. sure. uh, As it is here, but it's not cold here. So uh, here we are. In the, in the hotel room, getting yeah. getting it on, getting after it. Um, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, if people are wondering why they can hear Jared and me very well, but there's one mic. Uh, a guy was supposed to bring me a microphone today. I'm not going to say his name. It's Pedro. <coughs> Pedro. Uh, Pedro was supposed to bring me a mic. He brought me the wrong one. So uh, we're actually recording through uh, my laptop. But I wanted to keep the microphone because I get very anxious. When I talk sometimes, and I constantly have to have something, yeah, touching something, yeah, it's ever, oral, yeah. yeah, it's an oral fixation. I think I do have an oral fixation. Well, like you were a smoker, gonna, yeah, yeah, it comes along with it, yeah, it comes along with it. But like you know, um, if you think about it, it's one of those things where like uh, I feel if I don't feel comfortable unless I have something in my hand. At sometimes, it's right. kind of strange. It yeah. bothers me. I mean, it depends on the item. Yeah, I mean, listen, anything phallic shaped, I'm with it anyway. I'm really in. Uh, but, Sign me up. So, like, on this show, obviously, we, we touch on mental health. And, um, well, you know, it's something I'm very passionate about. I've uh, got passionate about it by going through, you know, a very hard time in my life. Um, I like to work backwards a little bit on this show. Mm-hmm. So um, I want you to just tell me, um, for the people that do know you, either from the basement yard or they've seen you in our videos and Joe. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My guy. Shout out JGZ. Santa Gats, my Santa guy. Gats. Love Santa you, Joe. Gats. Love you, Joey. Kids go. He is. Um, tell me what went through your head when you officially decided that you're going to move to South Beach. Well, well, North Beach. North Beach and yeah. work work in South Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I I think if you had, I think if I had received the email 
from the company. Well, we all received the email. It wasn't an email sent directly to me. Right. Um, it was uh, sent to the company. I looked at the email. It said something about, you know, opening this location and we would like to bring people down to influence, you know, uh, Miami to feel what the, the magic is in New York. Um, and I immediately was like, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll come down and check it out for a little bit. And then they confirmed that they wanted people for a longer time. Um, and I immediately was like, no, I, I, I don't. Oh, at first you said no. Well, I, well, yeah, I did. Well, the conversation was happening between me and, and directly one of my managers. Um, okay. So I said, well, I can't do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm too deeply rooted in New York. My kids are here. My whole life is here. I've never lived anywhere else but New York, even if in different sections. I've never left New York. You know that. Yeah. Um, and, and honestly, if you had said it to me in, in March 10th, before confirmed that we were going to close, I probably would have been like, absolutely not. I, I don't want any parts of it. Um, but something made me take a double look at it. I reached out to dad, of course, who's... My consigliere. Yeah, first uh, host ever on the uh, guest. Uh, yeah, guest yeah. Ever on the no, show. Amazing, so, amazing. Uh, he's Shout out to he's big, goat status too. Big Dan. Um, yeah, and you know he's he's Team Jared all the way, and he's always always said that I you know deserve a chance to travel and a bit like that. Um, spoke to um, spoke to my kids, and that is where it became difficult for well, me to. Uh, to really make a decision on leaving because sure. because of Charlie. Well, I've spoken about uh, your kids on the show. Yeah, uh, no, I appreciate it. That last episode was was amazing. Got you, homie. Yeah. Um, so if you, th- your kids are very different in age. Mm-hmm. They have uh, different moms. Yep. Uh, I am Puerto Rican. You are Puerto Rican, so it's it's. I think it's in the Geneva Convention that you're yeah. supposed to have multiple it's baby qualification. Mamas. Um, <laughs> Tell me what the conversation was like with uh, Elizabeth, and then who is now 20... 24 in March. Jesus dude. fucking yeah. Christ, That bro. means you're older too, dude. Dude, I'm, yeah. I'm going to be 32 years old. I know. I'm 40. It's crazy. It's crazy. Think about that. 40 years old with an almost 24-year-old. You look daughter. great for 40, though. Dude, I... Uh, you look fucking fantastic. I, I'm, it's genetics, because I'm not a gym rat. No. I partied my share. Were you you were a gym rat for like a very small period? Of no, time. I was I was a, I wouldn't ever say that I was a gym rat. I was I was dedicated to staying physically healthy. I would say between eighteen and thirty. Yeah, it was push ups. It was uh, it was calisthenics, and I was never a big weight dude. It banged me up. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I couldn't. I, couldn't I went through a phase where I was fucking jacked, dude. Yoked. I was. You teased. were like. Dude, you were you were like my you were like my uh, my spirit animal. Oh, you know what it mean? was insane! I was like, whatever that dude is doing, steroids. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I don't want to do that because I'm scared about losing a couple of uh, a couple of inches or centimeters. No, I mean, you know, I was but, fucking super jacked. Well, you were super dedicated to sports. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, and you and you were performing at a high level. Yeah, and, and unfortunately, you know, come along, you know, with that is the pressure of continuously having to perform at that level. And, yeah. I'm you like know. the Daniel Day Lewis of like fat normal guys, <laughs> dude. Like you know Daniel what I mean? Because I just go up and That's wait, something. and then it's gone one day. Right. Like I, I do a great job <laughs> of like hiding. It's I, like what I, happened to him? He's yeah, just I'm like gone. a method actor of like. Uh, what a great actor! Oh, it's the best. Yeah. Uh, but but I remember watching actor of fat people. That's but I remember I watching you play ball as a kid, and, and we've been fortunate that you know the genetics. We, we're all 
pretty good athletes. Oh, you know? yeah. Um, Michael was, too. He's never played sports. No, Michael was just, yeah, Michael. But when Still he did. to this but, day, he's no, great athlete. Yeah, but when he did, you, you would look at him and you'd be like, dude, Michael's one of those people that with the minimal amount of practice and effort is better at something than you already have, 100%. Than you already are 100%. at something that you've applied yourself to strictly for like 10 years. I remember when we used to play basketball and shit. Like, I used to play basketball all the time. Mike, Michael is probably the best athlete in the family, I would say, of the kids. I would, uh, yeah. I would, uh, I would like, uh, naturally, like, we were all fast as fuck. Right. Good hand-eye coordination. Good hand-eye coordination. You know what I mean? We had the physical ability to play, you know. Anything we wanted. We could have played any sport we wanted. Yeah. We might not have made it to a pro level because none of us grew past 5'9", if we're lucky. You know what I mean? I could have played, as my friend Chris Stefano says, white college ball. Yeah. Which which is D3. Yeah, but I'll take that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you get a full ride. You get an education. Yeah. I mean, mean? uh, the only reason I didn't play is because I didn't want to anymore. Right. Why is that? I just didn't want to do because, like, I remember like a couple of deep. You were good, dude. You're an awesome athlete. Yeah. It, it, I mean, even now, you're probably way more athletic than anybody that's in your weight class. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? For, for someone sure. that doesn't, dude. Like, I see if, you moving around norm, at this weight. I'm like, dude, Danny still got wheels. If there's a normal dude at like 230, 240 that can move, like, yeah, hey, I really want to fucking meet him. That isn't right. in the NFL, right? And you guys could just go like Olympics against each yeah, other. Yeah, just do fat Olympics. Just still fat, 230 weight still class. Still fat, fucking. <laughs> Invitational. <laughs> do the still fat invitational, and Dude. then we'll, we'll end up just fucking killing that entire that, thing. That, that could be something. Hey, submit your tapes. Hey, <laughs> hey man, you can just leave it at the door. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I think that's actually uh, Pedro. Is it? With my stuff, but yeah. But, Should uh, I get it? No, we're in Miami. If you want, we're in Miami. If you want, that could go disappear. You can get it. I can always I can always fix this in post. All right, let me get it out. I can always fix it in post. See what Pedro's doing. He might just left it. Did he? He did. Pedro, you the man. <laughs> Pedro, Pedro, you the man. Pedro took off. <laughs> fucking Pedro got. He heard me say one thing and fucking he did his job though. That was that was some pretty sketchy stuff. Yeah, yeah, just late as shit. I've been using this app called Shift a lot. It's great, um, but I'm not gonna go into. How convenient is it? Yeah, that? but they're not they're not a sponsor. They're not yeah, a sponsor. Am I still in a good but, place? But um, yeah, no, you're in a good place. Uh, but not and a part of me just didn't want to play sports anymore. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't want to do anything. Yeah. No, no, I hear you. And, I, and I still have a hard time getting motivated about lots of things. But like, why, do you, why do you think that is? Because I feel like that's a common curse with the men in our family, and that, that reaches out to our cousins as well. Yeah. Extremely talented dudes. Mm-hmm. Super funny dudes. Super musically talented they're, they're dudes. They're all great. They're all great. I mean, just very, very, uh, you know, similar kind of just sense of humor uh, say, to us. You know. I'll say this. I'll say this. When can, so I, can I? I can, yeah, 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 whatever you want. It's my show. Uh, I own the internet in my mind, which I don't. Well, in this room. Imagine can. if you own the internet. How much oh you are? Oh my god! Jesus Christ! I own the internet. Yeah, but you own the internet, dude, and you're like you might as well be Satan. It's yeah. too much power. I wonder how many times, like, uh, and we'll get back to what we were saying, but this is what we do. Um, I wonder how many times, like, I've watched porn and somebody's like watched, like, went through my phone and has like seen, like. What I've watched, or like what I've sent to people, yeah, or like, you know what I mean, or like just like Big Brother, you mean? Just yeah, like, just like you know, like we all have that friend that's like uh, Republican. So like you know, they say some stuff do. that are a little crazy. I wonder if they look at that and they're like, Ugh. I wonder if there's somebody Big Brothering like 1984, like watching all of our shit like that. I would imagine it's there's got to be there's got to be God, some bin. 
that people just rifle through. Like the guy that goes through the trash in your neighborhood and finds gold. Yeah. It's not your gold. To him, it's gold. But it's, yeah, you know, one man's trash is another man's treasure, but... Think about how There's much always some, I'm always thinking about that whenever I'm looking at something like that on the phone, that that camera's looking at me, and I'm like, there's someone watching me. Yeah. Watch this. Yeah. Dude, my friend Chris puts a piece of blue... Tape over his Tape thing. over his thing. I've known people to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I've never... It's creepy. Uh, yeah, someone could be watching us do the show right now ahead of time. I would hope so. But the weird thing is, is like the cloud, too. Just think about how many dicks and... Buttholes and, oh. and, and ransom notes Le- are in fucking infinite uh, amounts, just in the fucking cloud. Yeah, imagine wow. what a cloud smelled like. Oof. <sighs> Probably smells like this fucking hotel room. You got a new. It's, I, I got to be honest. It doesn't. I I thought I was gonna come into. Oh, outside no. is a little sketch. Outside is a little. I'm sketch. not gonna say where we are because I don't yeah. want to give him any shitty Yelp reviews. We're, uh, we're in a random place in Miami and yeah. fucking the place is sketch. It is outside a sketch, but this Prince Purple Rain. Wall yeah, no, I like it. I almost don't want to cut it out, but I'm gonna. My, my no, no, cut you, it do, out you do what you got to do. But uh, to get back to your thing, it's not that I. <laughs> I find, I'm way more motivated as a person now mm-hmm. than I was five years ago. I'm way more motivated as a person than I was two years ago. Yeah, but I just think for me, when you grow up and so many people tell you that you're talented or whatever, you don't really think you could do anything with it, right? Because I was. All right, so. I had like a long conversation with mom recently and it was about, uh, I was talking to her just being like, you know, I never really felt like comforted a lot as a kid yeah, or like that I did good things. Right. You know, like, um, and even at times when I was, yeah, uh, it didn't really stand out because there was a lot of attention that spread throughout the family. So it's like, right. Well, I absorbed a lot of that too, because I had kids at a very young age. Michael had, you know, I wouldn't refer to it as like a special needs kind of thing, but Michael, you know, Michael went started going through a lot of stuff very early in his life, and then there was Kathy as well. Yeah, a you lot. know what I mean. It, it's a lot. It's a lot Shout to juggle. Out wacky dog, wacky dog, wacky dog. That's the homie. Um, but I'll tell you, man. I mean, it. I think, I think some people are scared of success. You know what oh, I mean? I, I, I one hundred percent. I I think they're scared of. I think they're scared of pursuing success and failing. I think they're scared of how they're going to handle success when they get there. I think that people like us, um, because we're so similar, not only because we're related, but just, you know, just because of just our experiences in life. I think that um, I think that sometimes people are just insecure or they have a low self-esteem about what it is that they can actually contribute. And that's something that I've struggled with all my life. I'm one of the I, most insecure people, probably possibly on the on planet Earth. I mean, you I know what, though? Way insecurity, more. But insecurity is such a common thing. And the, the, the doubt that people have about themselves is such a common thing. And the truth of the matter is, is that look, look at it like this. What have you applied yourself to that you didn't become good at? Not much. Not much. When you yeah. applied yourself. Yeah. When you stopped fucking Any, around. Anything like manual you, labor. Right. I, I can't. Right. I, I don't but have even that. that's in our genetics, though, because our grandparents were, were working men. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. And working women. They were they were people that were cut from a different cloth. Dude, I can't stop a fucking bloody nose. Yeah, I, no, I hear you. But the thing, but what I was saying is just that any anything that I owe my success to is, number one, someone, not me, suggesting, hey, Jared, you would be good at this. And then me applying myself to it, really applying myself to it and yeah. actually being good at it. And then after that, it doesn't matter what people tell you because your confidence level just boosts immediately 
Yeah, it's weird because I have like a weird dynamic where I'm very confident, but I'm also very insecure at the same time. Of course, you're a dude. Yeah. <laughs> you're a guy. Nobody's more insecure yeah. than dudes. No, but the world has been designed to make men seem as if th- what they have to be is this big muscle guy that could throw a football a quarter mile and and, and, beat ev- and beat everybody up. And as you get older, you start to understand that that's not really what men are supposed to do. It's like it's all of these things. And when you start to realize where you actually do thrive, you become more comfortable going into that and makes it a little bit easier for you to take shots at things that you normally wouldn't have taken a shot at. Before. For sure. Yeah. Well, well, <coughs> I, was, I was very prolific. You know, I mean, Did you I'm, write that? No, I just freestyled that. Yeah, I freestyled. I mean, it might have been written on the wall of a bathroom somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Or like in a hospital or something. It wasn't copyrighted. No, but um, no, that's one of those things. It's like anything I have applied myself to, I've been really good at. So, like, everyone asks me, like, questions sometimes. Just be like, like, how did you become, like, successful or whatever, for lack of better words? But, like, for me, it was just like, I got lucky, yo. But I'm, but I'm, you did. Uh, but I'm very talented at the same right. time. Right. That's and that's the that's the thing. Here in my in what I've understood is that, like I said before, people have suggested something. I'm I'm in a field right now that in a million years on my own I would have never gone into. I would have never thought you'd do that. Right. I would have never gone into. But when someone who I trusted, right, and multiple people who I trusted suggested, Jared, this is something that you'll be good at, and you want to know why it's something that I know you'll be good at it because I'm not good at it. This right. is what they said to me. I don't have the ability to go into a room and entertain people. I don't have the ability to stay feeling normal in a situation where normal people get all freaked out. Yeah, it's that's, like a, stage, that's a that's I've a, never that's I've never that's felt an stage, attribute in itself. Yeah. I've never felt stage fright in my life. Me I've been afraid to go to the to the to the venue. Oh yeah. I, you can't get me in the car to go to the theater, but once you put me on the stage, yeah, I'm a pig and shit. I'm the same you know way. I mean? Like I'm, I'm chilling. I'm the same way, okay. and, and that's what it is. I mean, a lot of it, it comes down from what we've watched our parents do, not wanting to be like that, wanting to emulate some of it, right? And then you realize, with all these other failures in your life, like relationships, you know, uh, health, all these other things that you consider failures that are really just lessons. Yeah. They get you closer to a place where you just understand yourself more. I just remember just being a kid, though, and just like, yo, it's honestly, there was like, there was never one point where I was like, all right, this is what I want to do with the rest of my life. Never. Like, yeah. even when I was little. Well, you're too young to decide it then. Even when I was little, it's like, it's like I want to be a fireman. Right. I'm like, I don't want to do shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yo, is, is, is there no shit option? Yeah. Like, I don't want to do fuck. no shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to do shit. Like, I remember we took a fucking test to, like, find out, like, what we had the aptitude to be. Yeah. And my shit was like, uh, what the fuck was it? It was a really bad job. It was like a, not a garbage man, but it was like a. What are those people that like? Oh, you a unionized worker? That's what it was. Dude, fucking unionized workers is, make is a, a great make job. A fucking cake. Yeah, but my thing is, and people I, respect the shit out of people in unions. Yeah, I don't know why. Someone ever comes to you and says, "Yo, it's a union job." You might not even at, know what it means, but you're like, guys "Yo, you're like this guy's got it fucking. He's, this guy's yeah. got it made. This guy he, can retire he, when he's thirty-two. Yeah, yeah. This guy yeah. owns property somewhere. Yeah, this yeah. guy has no car notes. Nope. And like has doesn't nice look like, doesn't look like a million bucks. Doesn't look like a million but bucks. But he looks like, like shit. Actually. Yeah, but he looks like, like fucking it. shit. I respect his, the shit out of his jeans. Are gross. Yeah. They have like old spackle on. Because them. I tell you right now, he's dirty. But that dude's credit score is like eight fifty. And I come from a culture where everybody looks like a million bucks, but they ain't worth shit. Yeah, that's true. They that's ain't true. worth shit, dog. You want to know what's weird? Is like I had uh, I had like the best financial year of my life this year. Congratulations. God bless. Right. You know what I mean? But 
six months I ago. Didn't, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Just sit there. But like last, I did not have a great but like last year. Last yeah. year, I had a lot less money, mm-hmm. and I looked ridiculous. I had like three chains. Right. I had like a whole bunch of shit. Like uh, big ass gold rings and shit. Like these aren't even real gold; these are silver. Right. Like you know what I mean? Like that stuff. Like I dialed back because I just realized, like I don't rather, need it. I don't need it. You don't need. I it. don't need it. But at that point in my life, I felt like I did because I never had shit. It's insecurities, man. It's and insecure. This, and that's the thing. I was just talking to dad about this. Stuff. I get rid of this. There, no, dude. Listen, you <laughs> earned it. You don't have any other bills. You don't have kids that you have to take care of. There's right. no other priorities except yourself. Being good to yourself, being good to the people that listen to the show, mm-hmm. and and putting out a a, a a message that is priceless. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's bigger than the watch. It's bigger than the success. It really is. It's priceless because the people that get to talk to you or listen to you, they might not have money to go to a therapist. They might not have insurance. They might yeah. not have the means of anybody to talk to. So it's priceless. We're all trying to fill voids in our lives, bro. Yeah, you know what I mean. Some bigger so than others, but yeah, yes, yeah exactly. I, I understand, dude. Yeah. For me, I've made so many errors that it, even as a young man, I'm still beating myself up about it, thinking like, "Hey, how can I get through these things and not make these mistakes again?" When the truth of the matter is, is that those are mistakes that a young person is normally going to make, and then you add a kid to it at 16. And you're under the microscope. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people are, you're, you're under the magnifying glass and people are watching every move that you make. And I think for me, it's like, that's why this was such a difficult move because I have to leave everything behind. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's not something that, I mean, I'd say goodbye to Charlie yesterday. Dude, I sat in the car and cried harder than I've ever cried in my life because I don't want him to ever think that, that I'm bailing. Dad, my dad left. That I'm fucking yeah. bailing. It's it's such it's such a crummy thing to anybody. It's right. like I mean, just picture being somewhere and your friend is like, "Yo, I'm gonna go home early." You're like, "Oh no, come on, dude, let's just hang yeah, out." Yeah, yeah. Picture that on a level where your son is looking at you as the greatest thing in the world, and now you have to be like, "Hey, listen, I'm taking off." But my goal is to stop beating myself up about errors that I've made in the past and start to pursue things that I was afraid to pursue. Yeah. In order to get back. On track. That's, well, that's I mean, what it comes down I to. mean, it all speaks to your character, though. Because if you were a piece of shit, you you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be the dad that you are. And think about it like right. this. And think about it like this, though. You wouldn't have the job that you were if you were a piece of shit. You wouldn't have the friends that you have if you were yeah. a piece of shit. It's it just like it, it doesn't work. Life doesn't work like that. Well, like, you can be a piece of shit, but you have to have money and be a piece of shit. It helps. It helps because people because people need you. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and, and, and on, on different levels of 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 piece of shittiness piece of shittiness you right. know what i mean like did you have any fucking wait staff fucking uh prior shit what do you mean you like went to carbone just experience yeah no it was a terrible i was did, you were dude, probably I, terrible no all i had was the ability to be me around people that's it that was it which which is a is a skill and this isn't me blowing my own horn. This is a skill. You can say sucking your own dick on here. Oh, can you? Yeah, S, in, yeah. S in my own D? Yeah. Uh, which, you know, obviously, Dude, I'm not flexible. Going on the comments in the picture I posted of us, too, there's a couple other people that want to touch yeah, well, yeah, well, they need to get their glasses fixed. <laughs> <laughs> get your eyes checked. But what I was saying. You don't have I, Instagram. I'm, I'm, I, don't I don't want to cut you off. I All don't right. know. We're no, going to no, set you up on Instagram yeah. after this. Well, it, it can't be on that phone because it just broke. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but go back to but what I, I was saying. But what I was saying is that it's. it's um, I, I knew that I had a skill of dealing with people when I was watching other people interact with our guests. Right. And it wasn't something that I was like, oh, I'm better at this than that person. I'm just saying that's going to be my niche. 
that is what's going to get me closer to the spot that I want to be at. Right. Dude, I came into the restaurant business with zero knowledge. My very good friend who gave me the opportunity. At a, la- at a, at a later age, too. It wasn't at like a later age. No, these dudes are lifers. Like, people that you meet in the restaurant industry and hospitality, they're most likely lifers. Not to mention that a lot of them are immigrants that came here. All day, every day. To work their asses off. And I learned so much from these people. And I formed such a tight bond with them because I think that entry level for me into the business gave me a completely different view on how hard everybody works that isn't in the spotlight. Mm. You, must Behind, felt like, you must have felt like a fucking idiot. I felt like a, I felt like a Neanderthal. Right. Watching these people run circles around me. And it was discouraging. But what I knew is that I had an opportunity to, to succeed at something. And if I drove myself towards that it was going to take time and it's and it's here and this you've always had a very good work ethic though i think i've worked worked since since i was 14 i would say i would say combined with the covid time recently in my life i probably since i started working have a combined unemployed time of a year yeah you've always had a job you're talking 26 years 27 years of working not to mention i forged my 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 birth certificate my birth certificate so that i could start working earlier you know what i mean i don't know why you think you knew you were gonna have a kid at 16 i was like the danny almonte of uh fucking work of work which you guys probably don't know who danny almonte is. danny almonte was a 13 year old uh boy that pitched in the lowly world series but he was like 17 He's striking out like 40 kids a night. He was like Carlos from the Benchwarmers. I'm 12. Yeah, yeah. I'm still 12. <laughs> yeah, so like now that you're going to be living in a completely different place. I'm happy I was down here to help you a little bit. Yeah. But um, I'm scared to death. You got to be scared, I'm right? scared. I'm scared to death. I'm scared I'm scared of being somewhere. I'm very sheltered in a lot, a lot of ways. You know, I've also lived a very kind of free life. But I'll tell you, man, throwing out all the shit oh, that I owned. Best. The useless completely irrelevant shit was liberating. Like what? What'd you throw out? Shirts, jeans, books. Trash. Just like, not trash that I looked at as trash, but to me, it was just like, why did I buy this? Why, yeah. why do I have this? I'd do that too. Dude, man. contractor garbage bags, which if anybody doesn't know what they look like, you can store a body yeah. in. It's like what Missy Elliott wore in the video. In the can't stand, yeah. I Can't Stand the Rain. You could fit three Missy Elliott's in one of them. Fifteen of those bags. For what? Exactly. Or nothing. I can see if you had a house and you're raking leaves. Look at it like this. Everything that I throw into the bag, I'm in Miami right now, and I'm not for one moment losing a, 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 a wink of... of, of like this experience thinking about that shit. That's nice. But I'll tell you, you watch Hoarders, it, it was emotional connection to certain things. I'll tell you what I found was things from from like my past relationship, my recent past relationship. You know what I mean? Oh, and, yeah. And I don't it, do it. Oh, dude. I don't I mean, do it. Oh, love letters, little tokens and bits. And I tell you, my, you guys are the last error to write love letters. My, my anxiety. Yeah, seriously. It's like it's a, it's a lost art. My anxiety was through the roof finding these things, but it was also an eye opener. Like this chapter is ending, yeah, and this chapter is starting. I'm still in my book. I'm still in my book. Of course, my book's gonna be amazing if I sit yeah. down one day and write it because it's it's all true. You know what I mean? And it's and I think it'll be inspirational not only to young men, but to young women trying to avoid young men like who I might have been at one point. I'm, sure. I mean, I consider That's myself true. to be a pretty decent guy now. You're right. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, 
not bad to look at either. I mean, so I'm gonna tell you this is how I kind of summarize your life to people when I don't when they want the, it uh, sucks. the cliff notes. <laughs> not that it sucks, <laughs> but no, no, my life definitely. So hasn't you made a decision as a teen where you lost your teenage years. You did. Irresponsible sex. Irresponsible sex. Yeah. That's sex without protection, and then nine months later, a yeah. baby is there, and you're yes. like, holy shit, what is that? That mm-hmm. thing's only 16 years younger than me. So then you went And that doesn't change. You guys no, stay no, 16 yeah, years yeah. apart forever. Yeah, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> so so you have a kid at 16, yeah. right? You know, um, that's Elizabeth. Then later on, you have Chooch, right? Charlie, right. Yeah. Um, Talk about for the people that haven't didn't listen to last um, week's episode. Uh, my brother's child has decided that to identify as a boy. Yes, born born a female, wants to identify as a male. Um, on, honestly, man, it's just another lesson. You know, it's it's so um, so like <coughs> like like before before you go into that, the one question that I have for you is. Does a part of you, when they come to you, your children come to you and say something that prolific, that, that's, I mean, that's, it's that's world, it's it's world shattering, no, it's though. Huge. That shatters your world for, it, for yeah. a second, yeah. for a second, the split second where they tell because you, Because right? you realize you're not prepared for it. Not that's because I was, I was angry about it. That's what I was going to yeah, ask. Yeah, yeah. In terms of preparation, how prepared were you for it? Was you're this not. something that you were like... Well, it's... You know what I mean? Did you were you did you have inklings or was it something where yeah. you were just like it's not going to be real until I guess it happens? Right. So Charlie uh, expressed feelings, just to, you know, questions about do I have to be a girl? Do I have to like boys? Do I have to do this? Do I have to dress like that? Um, and that was, I want to say, three years back, mm. four years back. Oh, really? That, that Very young age. Yeah. Wow. So in that moment, you say, "Okay, I have a tomboy." You know what I mean? This right. is this is a young girl who wants to, Aaliyah yeah, just popping along. Yeah, just wants to wear baggy clothes. Yeah. Doesn't want to look like a girl. Cool. Which every girl. fucking hype beast girl dresses like. Right, exactly. Yeah, it's like Billie Eilish. You yeah. know. Um, and then and then I want to say about a year ago, maybe a little bit less. Charlie started to really express, "I don't like being in a female body." Because Charlie started to develop, you know, breasts yeah, yeah, and yeah. the menstrual cycle comes and all this other stuff. Things that are so symbolic as far as a woman goes. When you think of a woman, you think of a menstrual cycle, you think of breasts, you think right. of hips, you think of long, beautiful hair, whatever. It doesn't that, mean that, that that's butts. accurate. You, right. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think of makeup, you, whatever it is. It doesn't mean that it's right. It's like what we were saying before, like a man has to have muscles and be able to be good at football. And beat people up. And beat people up. Right? So... So what I started to recognize was that when you say, hey, I have friends who are trans, I have coworkers who are trans, I don't have any critical thoughts about it, you do realize that you have critical thoughts about it when it's your kid. Right? And oh, expand, yeah. yeah, you know. And, and, expand and, on that. What, right? do you, what do you mean by that? And for what, people, and, for and, people and, that don't know what you just so, said, so, like so, me, so here's, so here's the thing. It's like, and I, and I don't mean to bring race into it, but it's like, hey, listen, you know, your Italian father says, yeah, I have friends who are black. But when his daughter comes home dating black, a black male. It's a whole other thing. It's a different thing. 
And it's not that it's it's not a racist thing. It's something that you just weren't really prepared for. So it was never a hate driven thing. It was never I see myself as different. What you start to consider is the way that the world sees your children when they start to go into things that we consider to be out of the norm. Taboo. Right? Taboo. Right. Yeah. Now, mind you, we weren't raised by people that ever thought anything different. But when when you know about anybody, but when you bring it to a traditional way of thinking, there's no denying it that you have you have some you know you're 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 kind of caught off guard by it. Yeah. My situation with Charlie was the world is an ugly place, and people, people are going to be mean. People are going to treat you poorly. Not to mention that you're a minority. You're Spanish, right? You look mm-hmm. Spanish. You're, you're black. black. You're yeah. black. You're Spanish. You're white. You're everything, right? You're a woman, which let's be honest. Women still don't get a fair still shake. Still don't got it, ladies. Still Sorry. don't get a fair shake. Sorry, guys. Right? And now you're adding this extra layer. Right. So my concern was, well, what's the world? How's the world going to react to it? But then I started to think, am I saying the world, but do I mean me? Like, am I really ignoring or kind of writing it off that it's really me responding to it? The thing is this. You want your kids to be happy, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's nothing more important. In your life as a parent, when you're a good parent and you love your kids, you just want them to be happy. That's it. Babe, if you want to dress up as a dinosaur every day, people are going to give you shit. But guess what? You're my favorite fucking dinosaur. Right. You know what I mean? You want to dress up in a tutu every day and you're not a ballerina, then guess what? You look great in a tutu. In my head, I want to be like, I wish my kid would just put on a pair of jeans and blah, blah, blah. Right, but, right. But, but, but you get that past that. Sales. Yeah, yeah, that you just get past it. You just get past it. And you realize how important it is that this beginning part of their transition, how much of it relies on the way that their family accepts it. Mm-hmm. Because in the end, the world's going to be ugly. But when you go home and you fasten the door, everybody in there loves you. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. Everybody that really matters to me loves me. And that's it. And luckily, I've raised Charlie in a town now that is so liberal and so free about the way that they think. HOH, dog. Shout out to Yellow Jackets. <laughs> Has been an amazing, amazing um, platform and supportive just team for it. I mean, I'm in conversations every day with the staff there about Charlie's transition. Let's make sure we change the name from Charlotte to Charlie. Let's make sure that it's he's referred to as him. Let's do this. They've been amazing. And that makes my struggle with it a lot easier right so do i struggle with it yes because like you said inside it could be great but then you have to release your kid to the world exactly and i don't want hours out of the day and shit exactly and i don't want the world to not that it reflects on me in any way you know what i mean like you know people always like oh what what, what's everybody gonna think when you're behaving like this i don't care what anybody else thinks yeah but i do because i want charlie to feel okay like you said for those nine hours that he's not with me. Right. When he's with me, he's safe. You know what I mean? Uh, and, and then again, to be critical of something that I clearly don't understand, I've always looked down at my dick and been like, this is awesome. Dope. Yeah. Cool. I got the keys to, to it all. You know what I mean? Yeah, I never cool. thought to myself, oh, I, I want to be a woman. I, I, I mean, I, it just never crossed my mind. So I can't even begin to register right. what that feels like for somebody. All I can do is just be like, babe, whatever you need. Just tell me whatever you need. You want you want to wear my clothes. You want to do this. You want to you know what I mean. What do you whatever say, you want to do. What do you say to people who, um, I don't want to say anti-trans, uh, but people that are like, you know, your kid's too young. 
yeah. to make a decision like this. Right. And if you're going to be okay with this, like, I don't know if their mind is, like, fully developed to do what they want to do. Right. What's what? What's my what, response to that? Well, not not your well, response. I'll t- I'll what, t- what your outlook is on people that are going to say? Well, I'll that. tell you. I'll tell you this. Mine's always just mind your fucking business. See, it's it, but it's it, hard. I think I think when I feel offended by something that someone said, that's my response. You know what? Mind your fucking business. Yeah. Because it's not even that you're asking me questions. You're, you're doing you're, it. To be a fucking you're, you're doing. You're like you're 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 picking at something. You're trying to yeah. figure out a way to openly criticize my kid. Or me. By pushing your agenda on by push, Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I would say to people is that it's going to be 2021 in the next few days, in three days. Yeah. Right? Shout out if, to 2021. If, if you're not in a progressive way of thinking now, um, then just get out of the way. Uh, we live in a completely different time. We live in a world now where so many people are mistreated. And now that we have platforms like the internet... And social media and all those things that put it in your face if you're going to go against the grain and say no 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 i don't accept any of these things you're going to stay stuck and you're just not going to grow so what i say to them is hey listen what your opinion of my son is doesn't really matter but what concerns me really is that when you leave this room and this conversation is over for me it ends here for me Right. I've already progressed. You're stuck, dude. You're you're stuck in a time where maybe one day, if you don't have kids, maybe you will have kids one day. And it's not a curse that they're going to come and say these things to you. But your view of the world is going to change instantly if you truly care about your kids. It's going to change. And and I'll tell you, I've never followed politics in my life because I've always just been overwhelmed by it. But now that I've gotten older and I see my parents getting older and the way politics affects people that get to their 70s or 80s and retired, medical coverage, um, gay rights, um, you know, the, the community of the LGBTQ, you know, their rights and the advancement of that. I'm like, how can I not pay attention to these things? You know what I mean? But it hits home sooner when it's in your house. You know what oh, I mean? When, sure. it's, when it's in your arms and you're feeling it. You know, and that's it. You know, you think you're all you're supposed to teach your kids is, hey, don't have sex, don't do drugs, don't kill anybody. Right. There's so much more in the world to teach people about. And the truth of the matter is, is that you're really getting taught from them. You know what I mean? If you if you drive a simulated, if you play video games as a car every day, right? You're not a good driver. No, you're just good at that game. I'm going to put you behind a wheel. You're going to fucking wreck this thing. Yeah. You, you, you might be killing it. In, in the video game, yeah. if, if you Might play one cool if thing, you, in the yeah, car yeah, you play Call of Duty every day. Are you a fucking Navy SEAL? No, no, you'll get fucking hammered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm I put you out in the, if up. I put you out in the middle of war, dude, you're dead. Yeah. So, so this is the thing. Do I have perks on? No perks. Well, like a ghost, like you yeah, want to go, go ghost and shit. Yeah, I guess. Normal, but the ghost that runs I can out. Go ghost. Yeah, the ghost. Yeah. I mean, ghost helps. Ghost helps. Ghost helps ghost a lot. Ghost helps a lot. Yeah. When I'm on that Scavenger, second floor and yeah. you're downstairs and you don't know I'm up there. No steps. And I'm wall banging. Yeah. Yeah. But I think to anybody, it depends. I'm completely open to have this conversation with anybody, a perfect stranger, someone that I've known for all my life. I, I just think when someone is, I've had a conversation recently. They're like, what do you mean you have a son? Someone that knew Charlie when Charlie was Charlotte. Right. Right. And their immediate response, their body language is like, dude, literally that. And me, 
who you know, dude, you know me. My trigger is way less sensitive than it used to be. Yeah, it used to be really bad. It used to be really bad. Yeah. Now it's like he says that and my body language picks up on it. And I'm like, and I say to him, why'd you make that face? Yeah. And he's just like, well, I just don't understand it. Basically going back to what you were saying, like, oh, maybe they're too young to this. My kid's too young to have sex. Okay. 100%. My kid's too young to drink. All right. My kid's too young to use profanity, even though kids cursing sometimes, let's be honest, is pretty freaking funny. Yeah. It's you great. know what I mean? A two-year-old dropping s Shit or fuck right. is pretty funny. I, I enjoy it. We're not talking about sex. We're not talking about sex. Right? Well, that's what they... they, they, uh, they We're not talking they about sex. They sexualize things. Right. We're talking about someone that's like, hey, dad, if my daughter came to me or my son came to me at 10 and said, hey, dad, I want to be a porn star. That's an issue. Yeah. Right? That's a serious fucking issue. Yeah. Because I would be like, whoa. Yeah. That kid, no. That kid's pretty awesome. Right? Though. And this isn't knocking anybody that's a porn star, but at 10, if my kids came to me and said, hey, dad, I want to get high at 10, these are issues that would alarm me. Someone coming to me and being like, dad, I feel trapped in a body that I don't think is mine. I'm listening. Yeah. Well, people like to go. And I want to like, hear more. Yeah. I'm not going to be like, listen, my kid comes to me and says, dad, I want to do a porn. I want to be porn at this age. I'm like, you do it. It's getting so free. Yeah, I will slap you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You come to me and say, hey, dad, I'm stuck in something that I feel very uncomfortable. I don't feel pretty. I feel ugly. I'm not critical anymore. And Charlie's, like, Charlie's in th- therapy too, right? Yeah. So it's not like yeah. she just came to you willy-nilly and like hasn't discussed this thing. So there's no. probably been more discussed no, in that room than you know. He's, uh, he's a superhero, dude. Yeah. You know how much fucking balls it takes? A lot. Balls. How's, how's, your, how's your pronoun game been? Pretty good. Did I just say she? I perfect. did. Yeah, Fuck. dude, I do it. It's perfect. Dude, dude, this I is feel so years. bad when I fuck. This is no, no. Listen, this is ten years of something that you that you're expected to change overnight. It doesn't come that easily. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are you a lot. Should have seen me on the show before. It's fucking he, yeah. they, me, mm-hmm. dad. It's a, whole, it's a whole bunch of shit. All, 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 all it comes down to is the fact that you're aware to it. Yeah, you know what I mean. You're aware of it. You correct yourself. And Charlie is in a place where I, I kind of feel like, hey, Charlie, you want me to tell this dude to, to be like, he? You know what I mean? Or is that yeah. something you want to do? You know? Charlie and I had an amazing conversation. It's better, I feel like it's better if he does it because you can't, you're not always going to be there to fight battles. Right. I'll, right. Tell, I'll tell you something really cool that happened. So I had a friend of mine over who I've been friends with for a long time. I, I won't mention names. Um, do but I know? Ha- of course you do. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I won't mention names just because I think the person is a good person who struggles with certain things. Okay. Um, and in the conversation of, of the, you know, the verbiage and pronouns used or, you know, vocabulary used to describe someone who's trans. Mm-hmm. And he was saying tranny, which I didn't know until recently is a derogatory, a derogatory term. Oh, yeah. Right. Years ago, if you referred to a guy dressed up in, in, in drag as a tranny, no one was mad at you for it. No one was mad at you for saying a lot of things back then that, that you can't yeah, say now, right? Yeah, that you yeah. shouldn't say now. Yeah. So I said, well... Like faggot was the most used word dude, everywhere. Dude. And, in and, schools? And, 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 and the thing about it is that you're almost embarrassed later on when you realize that you're using it around uh, people that you actually care about that are actually... From that community, or, or 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 offended by that, even if they're not from that from yeah. that, from that from that lifestyle. So and I've realized too, like I don't mean to cut you off. No, but what I've realized too, it's like, dude, I'm super pro gay. I'm pro right. trans. Right. I'm pro gay marriage. Right. I'm down. With You're not threatened sh- by anything. I'm down with yeah. the shits. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I want people to be happy. Yes. But 
I also don't realize just because it's like uh, I'm down with it doesn't mean that some of my verbiage verbiage isn't the right has adapted and, and evolved with, along with it. Right, and it should. Doesn't make you a bad dude. Doesn't make me a bad dude. Doesn't make you a bad because dude. I feel like like you said before, if I realize that it's not the best thing to say yeah i'll feel it in my chest well or, I mean, or in my heart and i've always said this if you if you if you're dropping if you if you're someone who's not african-american and uses the n-word mm. right which let's be honest in my upbringing everybody from where i was at yeah used that word it also, was in, it was in music in new york you described your white friends you used it for your spanish friends your asian friends whatever here's the thing if i know that i can't use that word around certain people I don't want to wait till I'm somewhere where I feel comfortable using the word. I just have to figure out how to get the word out of my vocabulary. Yeah, that's tough. Though. It's not easy. Yeah, it's not easy. But as you get older, you respect more so what people think. What um, especially uh, like New York's very different than like the South and shit. Yes, because and I and I still have friends that are like, dude, if I you mean, use that word, like, I don't care. Like I'm just talking. Look like, like Fat Joe gets a pass. Big pun, right? Some gets dude, a pass. some dude just got pass, just mm-hmm. hood passes, and the hood pass. As you get older, hopefully, Fat Joe don't live in a fucking hood no more. Fuck no. No, Fat Joe lives in a fucking beautiful, gorgeous house, probably multiple in like Jersey. Just point to the hill and say all the way up. Yeah, yeah, he's all the way up, right? So I went from leaning back to all the way up. Yeah, dude, he's doing it. Joe's a good dude. I respect the shit out of him. Let me tell you something. I've taken care of Joe a couple of times. Yeah. He's amazing. Is he? He's amazing. He looks like he would just be fucking full of luck because his life probably sucks. I met Joe back in the day. Asshole. Not the same energy, not the same Good energy. Shit. Just not a not a reachable person. Right. I sat and spoke with him. He was so anxious. We spoke about hip hop. We spoke about Big L. Yeah. Um, and he brought up a conversation. If you don't know who Big L is. Big yeah. L is one of the greatest rappers of all time. Yeah. Do so life was taken from him way too early. Way too early. Um, but basically, what I was going back to was that uh, you know my my friend was here. He had a conversation. Um, and no, 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 no. Finish Fat Joe. We'll get back to the friend. I want Fat Joe. Yeah, oh, I'll, I'll get to it because this is important. This okay. is a conversation okay. right, Charlie right, had. Right, right. So Charlie was there during this conversation. And this and, was at your house? This is at my house okay. on my friend's birthday in my living room, enjoying each other's company. I hadn't really seen him in a while. When right? was this? Six months ago, oh, seven okay. months ago, something like that. So so Charlie says... I'm just putting together Charlie's timeline in my head. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't no, it's to all good. you off. So, Char- so Charlie says to him, so, so if someone was in the room right now that was offended by you using that term, right? What would you say? And you know what his response was? I'd, I'd fucking say it anyway, right? Wow. And you know what Charlie's response was? What if that person was me? Dude, and his whole face, yeah. dude, off. Because it didn't hit home. So it was home. Because all you were saying was tranny this, tranny that about someone you don't give a fuck about. Yep. Because to be honest, people in the world, they don't give a fuck about people standing next to them. They don't care. No, they don't. They just don't give a fuck. And then when, and because the guy's not a terrible person. We pretend to. We, we pretend, pretend to. to. Yeah. But the truth is, is that you walk past someone every day and you just, you, and I'm not saying you got to give them the shirt off your back, but acknowledge that someone's there, right? Acknowledge that what you're doing or not doing is making this person uncomfortable or more comfortable. Right. And and dude, he sent me a text the next day that was I had to scroll through the through the text like this on my phone to Man, get along. apologizing. It was just like I'm I was completely out of line. You know what I mean? And that moment 
It's such a powerful moment because that's something that I couldn't teach him. As a lifelong friend, as a brother, someone that he trusts, I couldn't teach him. But here comes this 10-year-old kid that knows nothing about the world, yeah. at least the way that we think we do, and, and teaches somebody like that in Bars. an instant. It's a, it's, a, it's a powerful thing. So that to me was, like I said, when it's home, it's real. When it's on the TV and it's overseas, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter to you. It doesn't matter. And, and that's what I think as you get older, you start to respect a bit more. It's like the Ginzo dad whose uh, son was like, they always thought he was gay. Yeah. And like, you know, they use that and then they, their son comes out to them and like, you think like this big, tough, like Italian dude's going to be like whatever, but like they actually end up like loving you more. Yeah. They just want you to be happy. That's, People that's are it. intimidated by their parents. That's, that's it. how it is. You I'm know. not talking about me and my dad. And there's a thin line between our generation and, and, our, and our father's generation, and even our grandfathers. If you spent time with your grandparents, you're technically part of that generation. Right? That's what they say. Like, if you were alive at the same time... As your grandparents. As your grandparents, yeah. then you could yeah, say that you're, that generational kind of influence is there. Yeah. The way that we looked at our grandfather, I was like, he's this big macho Italian guy that tells his wife to do shit, and, and that's the way it is. We didn't see our father do that. No. Uh, we saw the opposite. We Pussy! Saw, yeah. Pussy! Yeah, no, no. We saw, we saw our dad <laughs> being a very tender guy. I was like, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. But we also... So you have those days Yeah, like, until so you get to your you. 50s and you're like, all right, I'm going to kill everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who crosses me? You know what's kind of weird to think about is uh, my dad's... My dad is so good at, like, being a level-headed guy, but when he flies off the rails, there's no talking to him. Right. Like, remember that you guys got into an argument about Beyonce once? We did. And he threw you out of the house. No, he tried to. And you didn't and leave. And I refused to leave. And, and what I said to him Did was, you guys ever follow up with this? I forgot what no, was no, said, no. but it was yeah, about yeah. Beyonce it was, it was it was a, It was a conversation about... If sex, she's a good, good role model or right, something. Right, about how sexuality overshadows or, or casts a shadow or hides true talent. Right. right? So you're super sexy. You're not that talented, but you sell a million records. And why? Because and, you're hot. Right, yeah. but when you're super sexy and you're talented, you deserve, people sometimes you don't want to give you the credit you for it. To be good. So they're like, yeah. she's just some bimbo that dances around with a big fat ass. And I'm like, no, that woman could sing a fucking ass off and uses the sex uh, uh, symbolic right. kind of... Because when she started, it was like, I love Jesus, and it's like... Whatever, but she was also younger. Right. And not married, and not a wife, and not a mother. You know what I mean? Like, you're allowed to develop. You don't have to stay Disney friend forever. No. You know, that was the thing. So, so yeah, the argument was it was something about it. And it, obviously, other things get said. We're low priori men, and we said other things. But basically, what he said to me was like, well, get out of the house. And I was like, well, I'm not going to leave, because what if this is the last conversation we ever have? Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Let's be honest. Like, you're not an old dude. No, but you take but you, could, but, but you could wake up dead tomorrow, motherfucker, and I'm not going to have the last conversation I have with you <laughs> on this about Beyonce. Like, if we're going to argue about something of substance, that's yeah, fine. Shit. But you, but Dad and I agree Let's on the moral, on something. our moral views of life. We agree on those things, and I told him. But you know, but Dad and I, it's it's men arguing it's now. GLTC. You'll always be your son. You'll always be a son to your father. Yeah. But we're grown men. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't a 16-year-old kid. So, you know, I told him. And I laughed it off. And I was just like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love you. I'm going to stay here. You're pissed. We'll get past it. He apologized. Dude, we apologized. He was we fucking high. Dude. Fuming. Dad was hot. So Fuming. And then it's the like, hottest, you know, when you're the hottest I've ever seen him over you, something that didn't matter. That doesn't matter. But when you're talking to dad and you laugh and you joke and you're just like, whatever, dad. Like, 
That that infuriates them. You know what I mean? Nobody wants to be challenged by their kids. Dude, you want to talk about insecure? Yeah, but because you not it, about yeah. not about life things. Right. Like if my dad were to fall around you, and you laughed at him. Oh, he's devastated. He's devastated. Pride. He'll fucking kill it's pride. you. Even the His kind, pride is so... Even the kindest, gentlest of souls struggle with pride. Oh, didn't pride you fall down at a gas station once and wanted, wanted to kill you Dude, for laughing yeah. at him? Or you guys were racing and you ran into each other or something? Yeah, we were going to buy my pellet gun from Service Merchandise. 1993. <laughs> Nobody knows what Service... No, Nobody Service... Nobody knows what Service Merchandise is. <laughs> I love you said it like they're a sponsor of the show. <laughs> but that's why I say because they're like service merchandise. Service merchandise is basically a place where you can go and buy like a pearl necklace and like a BB gun. Yeah. Like it was you all could, under one. Like it was pretty much Amazon before anything like that happened on got the internet. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know I, I mean, I remember. If yeah. you, you look at it like this. You would go into service merchandise and there was a catalog this tall and you would scan through it and said, this is the item number, and then some mopey bastard would go in the back and bring you out a pellet gun. Awesome. All right, I, and I looked up like a, a, a sink plug, and yeah. it was there. Like, were it those, was, the, were those it was, the, pretty, was, that, was that the pellet gun that was used to make you one of the infamous shooters in Hastings? No, that was the black bastard. And the, <laughs> no, the, the, this, this. <laughs> you, you, know, you know what's so funny about that story too, is that I never got credit for being involved in it. Which later on, I'm like, good because that means yeah, like, that means you did your job. Right? But I was like, like no, I was there for that. I did that. I was this. And Alex and Ben were like, nope, you weren't there. Were you? Were you the trigger man, or you were just there? It was your spotter. It was multiple occasions, and I can guarantee you that I was the trigger man on one of them. Right? Not you my not my best moment. Yeah. Most likely, most likely victims, people that we saw every day. It's, it's Hastings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Dude, you're, you're, you're in the store is, with that you know guy the next day. You small when you have three homeless people and everyone knows their first names. Mm-hmm. And they know yours. Yep. And they're, and they're, and they're like, yeah. So, the you're going to, so you're going to... Uh, service <laughs> merchandise. We were running through a parking lot. Dad at the time was very fast and so was I. He's fast as shit. Yeah. Super fast. And we crossed in to get to the exit <laughs> And my dad, dad actually said, he goes, I'm cutting, I'm cutting. And I didn't hear it. And boom, dude, we ran into each other so hard. He went flying one way. I went really, really flying the other way. And then uh, he, he chipped his watch. He chipped the crystal on a watch that he had. Oh, okay. And he was not happy about it. He's like, didn't you, didn't you hear me say I was cutting? Yeah, he got mad at you for doing <laughs> I was just like, dude, we're just firing through the service merchandise. I'm fired up. I'm going to get a BB gun. Yeah. Which uh, you know turned out to be yeah. a bad purchase. And then he, he had to take it from me. He fell at, like, at a gas station on Central Avenue. He fell at a gas station. Epic. Right? Yeah. yeah. And mommy was in the car, and, and she was like, "Don't him. laugh." And then we all he turned and looked at us, and we were like, "Ah." And we were just like looked, <laughs> just looked away. Yeah, my da- he had to take the the pellet gun away from me. Yeah, I mean, you give a fourteen year old kid a pellet gun. What do you think's gonna happen? Dad always every once in a while. It was a single shot, so the least amount of damage could happen. Right. Because you had to pump it, and then you had to cock it. You know, nowadays you're just like, I'll take out a whole family of birds. Our dad wouldn't really get us stuff, but everyone, like, if we asked him, like, immediately, like, he wouldn't get us stuff. But then there was, like, every once in a while, I'd be like, Hey, dad, can I get a cell phone? And for some reason, he would say, Yeah. Yeah. You had to catch him in a, in a, in a green zone. Yeah. If you caught him in a green zone, I used to get mom get... while she was sleeping. She would answer yes to anything. Yeah, that's a good. Mom, one. is it cool if I, like, you know, spend all the money you have in your bank account? She's like, Yeah, just close the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop. I'm resting. Just close the door behind you. I'm like, yo, we're fucking eating good tonight. I go out and buy like a pager. 
that's so fucking yeah, true. Yeah, you, you have to know the sweet spot so when you can get the family to say yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know when. Uh, you want to know? Somebody just brought this up to me. What's that? When you have other children in your family, right? Mm-hmm. You don't get as many like Christmases as them. The budget changes. The budget changes. Yeah. And toys get more expensive as time goes on. So with taste. shouldn't it be like the lowest kid gets like the better gifts and you guys just like don't get shit for like two years just to even it up? Eventually it becomes that. Parents and adults get shit gifts and the kids rock out. Like when I watch kids open gifts now, the, my inner child wants to Debo these kids and be like, give me that shit. You ain't using yeah, it. You yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, I, like I'll, I'll get jealous of a kid opening something cool still. I, I, think, I, think, some of what, I think some of what you're saying... Is accurate. I mean, I think that kids should be the focus. I I hate Christmas for that reason. I and it's it's so fucked up. Do, do more people commit suicide during Christmas time than any other holiday season of the year. That and, and uh, that could that fact might be off, but I know for a long time that that was like the leader. I love that you said it was yeah. a fact, and then immediately fact check. Yeah, but I do I do think though. That the reason is because even during COVID, though, this has been a disaster. Absolute mess. Going shopping and doing all this shit. I'm guilty of it, too, but it's like, yeah. fuck, bro. People don't have money. No, they don't. And then they spend you know it as if they are? do. You know how lucky we are? But they got credit cards. And yeah. they spend it as if they do. And credit cards will keep giving you credit cards to spend money on as long as you're paying one of them back somewhere. Like, oh, you pay your credit back? Sure. Here's yeah. another one to bury yourself. You know what That's I mean? True. That's Dude. why I always pay your bank cards. Dude, definitely pay your credit pay cards. Pay your Chase yeah. cards, your Bank of America cards. Yes. Pay those. Yes. Forget about worry, Best and, Buy for the month. Yeah, and then worry about TJ Maxx later. Yeah. <laughs> TJ Maxx, you could settle. Yeah, Chase yeah, is coming yeah. for that. Yeah. If they cut you off at TJ Maxx, it's not the end of the world. No, no, no. You'll be all right. <laughs> you can't buy something at Dillard's. You'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be fine. No, but um, that was the other thing, too. It's like... Uh, all right, so we we covered your children, yeah, for the most part. How was business? Have uh, we touched at all, at all on mental health? I feel like we're just yeah, we two have. dudes in a we room. We have, we have. All right, good. We have. I don't want to uh, let anybody down. No, 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 no. We're talking about how you processed stuff with Charlie. Yeah. This is all like this show. Honestly, I don't want it to be like like so like scientific, right? You know, well, you're not. Well, like, you're not. You're not a medical professional. So yeah, you, so you I, can't, I, mean. I can't sit yeah. here. And just, I just. I can only you're just talk a, about. You're just a dipshit stuck in it. Yeah, and, and just how we deal with. Right, shit. but that's the what rest shit of the makes listeners. Feel like how many? How many medical professionals do you think watch your show? Uh, four. Right. Out of, out of the thousands that do, and maybe one of them. This has is their a license. show for people that aren't qualified professionals to sit there and talk and say, "Hey, listen, I'm just like you. I'm struggling with all these things." Yeah. You know what I mean? And the likeness is there. We're well, just you people. Said, but like even what you said, though, even just about how you feel being a parent of a tra- trans child, there might be somebody that listens to this show who's trans and hasn't told their right. family yet. Yeah. And, and, and I'm and just I, in this thing to and, save and, lives, bro. And, and, what, and what I would say... And what I'm I would dead say, ass about right, that. No, I don't dude, mean, I don't mean to cut it. you off. But you're, like, no, you're doing dude, it. The only reason I do this show is so I can help save somebody's life. And you're doing it. And, and it helps save my life, too. And you're doing because it. Dude, you, people- saw, you heard me the other night. I was riding home from work, dude. I yeah. was having a terrible day yeah. deciding on whether or not Miami was going to happen. And, I've, I, dude, I was up to my forehead in it. Just, yeah. like, feeling bad for myself, feeling crummy, depression like a motherfucker, anxiety like a motherfucker, just, like, all, all just, like, breaking down. And then when I saw and heard what you were going through, it completely took me away. Yeah. 
from what I was feeling. And I couldn't, I actually, I actually watched the whole episode because I wanted to hear more about what you were going through. But as soon as it was done, because I, I tend to listen to your episodes when I'm driving home from work because it usually gives me like the perfect amount of time yeah, yeah, to yeah. get home slowly, sit in my car for like 15 minutes, Chill. you know what I mean? Hit my jewel and just listen to yeah, what yeah. it is that you're saying. And then, and then I called you because I was unaware to some of the things you said you had, you know, a little bit of relapse with booze and that you were going through these things that you were going through. And I was just like, big brother came over and I was just like, yeah, fuck what I it is that I'm going through. Right now. I need to talk to my brother. Yeah. I need him to hear my voice. I need him to, to, to hear me say I love him because it made me feel better to know that you were going through something that you needed me for. Yeah. You know sometimes I mean? like, the remedy yeah. sometimes the remedy is helping other people. It's always the remedy. Yeah. Dude, yeah. it's always the remedy. Yeah. Be- because the thing is is that there's nothing greater for a person's spirit than to sacrifice. Mhm. Right? That's how you learn what things are really valued at when you lose things. And and when you take yourself out of it for a moment or even keep yourself in it because that's what you're feeling and that's the relation. Being able to read somebody and just say, hey, listen, whatever it is you need, whatever it is you're going through, just know that you have me. You know what I mean? And if you don't want to talk about it, just know that I, I hear what's going on. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's when yeah. you have to really do it. It's Nothing feels better, dude. You know when I find myself feeling the best? When I have, and recently it's been this case, when I have maybe $5 to my name. And I see somebody that doesn't even have that, and I give him two of my five dollars or yeah. three of my five dollars. That makes you maybe feel the five best. of it. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna get another five dollars. Yeah. I'm gonna get it tomorrow. Yeah. But this guy, he ain't gonna get it tomorrow. He doesn't have anybody. To get $5 he ain't gonna from. get it tomorrow. Yeah. And I and I go home feeling okay about having empty pockets because I know that I put that into somebody else's. It's very. Uh, it's like a selfless thing, but like it's a selfish thing at the same time. It's like I'm gonna help these people because oh, because you're getting some. Yeah, but that's not that's not that's not selfish, but it's it can be it can be that's a good point. It can be where you're just like you don't really want to do this, right? You're just doing it maybe because somebody else saw you do it, right? Mm -hmm. It's like the best favors and the greatest deeds are done without anybody knowing. Yeah, right. For sure. If I donate a million dollars to something. And I write my name all Anonymous. over it. Yeah, and, or, you know, or I write my name all over it. I'm like, this is where you could find me. This is who you should thank. This is blah, blah, blah. Then then it's still a great deed. Yeah. You know, but did you really do it because you wanted somebody to just stroke your ego for yeah. it? Or did you just do it? Like you um, know, because I, I remember you know, one time you wanted, I, I you wanted just to do something good. Yeah, like I donated once, uh, but I filmed it like around Christmas. I asked the person if I could film them. And, like, people said, like, the same thing to me. But, like, thankfully, like, a bunch of people that know me. Like, even Joe was just like, listen, I've seen Danny do this. I've seen Danny give his shoes right. off his feet. This isn't just an on-camera thing. No. Right. I've seen Danny give his shoes off his feet to somebody. Yeah. And walked home. I've done it multiple times. And I don't do that because I want people to see it. I do it just because I know I'm going to get another pair of shoes. But who's going to be critical of that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Who's going to find the dirt in something that you did good? People that are just assholes and yeah. they just want to fucking make you look they're like oh he only did that because people were watching and i'm like dude it, it whatever like if that's what you think then that's fine but you don't know who i am did i learn that a long time ago like, oh, not everybody's gonna like your no shit. not Especially everybody's when gonna it like your shit fucking internet shit bro right oh of course you, you, oh you, you put yourself you, out there you, you've yeah. done you've done a good enough job where like you stay away from the internet um but what people have to understand is that when you close this laptop and you shut that camera off 
I got you, I got shit I gotta do. Yeah, you who you are is who you are. You know what I mean? I could put on the camera and 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 dance around and act like I'm this guy that I'm not. But yeah. in the end, I'm not fooling my, anybody. My with that family shit. knows me. My best friends know me. If you watch this show, you know exactly who I am. Yeah. So on this show, listen. When Joe and I went our separate ways, I could have did a, a bunch of other shit. Yeah. I could have done uh, sports shit, whatever I, I probably wanted to do. But this was something that I really wanted to do. Because as somebody, I felt like I've always been somebody who was a taker. Giggity. Right. Then, like, a giver. Yeah. And I feel like I've been selfish, like, many times in my yeah. life. Mostly we, throughout. We all have. But, like, now I'm like, you know, I have enough capital, like, to, like, be good. Yeah. And feel comfortable and feel and comfortable giving. And, giving. Yeah. and then also just being able to be like, yo, if I can't give money or like anything like this, I'll do a show. I want to do a show. And I so that's why I love Drew and Corey so much because they were so fucking dope. Dude, I thanked them. Show. I thanked them when they came in. To Carlo, yeah. yeah. First of all, their energy is always amazing. Let's do the best. Sweethearts. Absolute sweethearts. And and uh you know, and I and I said to him, I was just like, what you've given my brother an opportunity to do is not only great for the people that he reaches, but it's great for him because yeah. he, because of what he's gone through recently. You know what I mean? And I can't thank you. And that's the thing. I read I read all the comments that yeah. people post. Yo, Danny, yo, this shit's depressing, dog. Yo, post some funny shit and blah blah blah. Right. And and I feel them because yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. loves Danny of more course, than when he's course. the funny Danny. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like me included. You know. But what I also realize is that what people are going to expect from you. Is where you're really gonna wow them when you don't give them that. Yeah. And let's say the let's say your show with with Joe had all these subscribers and all these people watching and all this other stuff, and maybe you lost subscribers because you and Joe went different ways, or you're doing a different type of 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 um, you know of content now. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? It's just like okay, you're looking at ten thousand views compared to uh, you know half a million, whatever. Yeah. I don't know what the numbers are, but let's. But the thing is, is that this work is more valuable. Yeah. In this way. In this way. What yeah. you did with Joe was very valuable. Yeah. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? It, it was huge. Yeah. You know no. I mean? Yeah. We changed but, a lot of people's lives on that. Uh, absolutely. Thing. But what you're doing now is is. Well, it's it's hone in on something. Right, and it gives and it gives people the 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 point that we were making is like I'm not doing this for the followers. No. I'm not doing this for the money. It helps. Yeah, that, getting yeah. paid to do something like this is great for sure. But and the thing a, is, is that I have stuff. a smaller set of ears now and eyes that is it has a bigger impact yep. in a, in a very very serious topic: depression, anxiety, stress, um, everything that we're talking about. Charlie, up until whatever Joe Schmo it is that we're talking about, you know that it's it's just you know someone that we saw that day, and and that it's you know that's what it comes down to. It's like you know what you're doing right now is uh is is a is a charitable deed because you're giving your time to other people to help them and that's charity man you know what i mean and it's not that these people out here need charity but they need to hear that we're all broken yeah we we're, all are we're we're all broken we're all we're all messed up we're all struggling with these things and when someone can find just the slightest bit to relate to somebody, even if they're a perfect stranger, because how many of these people have never met you before? I would say all of them. And they could still go home and be like, I got something from Danny's episode. Yeah. I hope they get something from that tonight. You know what I mean? Because it's something that I'm actually, you know, very fond of is helping people that way. And 
I'm finding ways to do it every day. You know, it's tough at times. You know what I mean? Like, I used to be like, uh, like really into like what people said in the comments and shit. But mm-hmm. like, like you said, it's like now I, I know this is gonna help the people that it needs to help. But I, I don't care. Right. Like, I don't need to have four hundred thousand subscribers. Right. I would, I would love it. Yeah. But I don't need it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, dude, I'm living good. I'm eating good. My life is good, bro. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just absolutely. like, but you know what I do need is to know that somebody's like, yo, my day was really bad today. And then I heard this fucking episode it. and I don't feel that way. One anymore. person. One. More valuable than anybody being like, yo, Danny, you're the funniest guy in the world. I've heard that before. Right. I've heard it. And it's true. You're fucking hilarious. Thank you. You know what I mean? Fuck and, you. You know, exactly. But it's just like, you know. I've but, heard that before, though. That's you, comfortable. What compliment feels better? You help me today or you're funny? You help me. Exactly. Priceless. It's, it's, it's what it is. Priceless. Because I've made people laugh for what? Fucking 10 years now? Yeah. I guess professionally. And you'll be making people to... laugh for the rest of your lives because you laugh on this episode, on these episodes as well. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's, uh, it's, I'd rather, I'd rather help somebody than make somebody laugh. If I could do both at the same time, it's awesome. Right. Yeah. But some people need to hear that there is a funnier side to mental health. Like not everything is so like... You know, it's like, I felt like this, and I felt like yeah. that. Some days it is like that. Yeah. But, like, to be able to look back on, like, panic attacks that I had and, like, where I was wiling out, it's kind of funny. In, in, a, in a way, it is. And, you know and what I mean? Like, because, because you think, because, you know. Going to the ER 14 nights humility, in a row yeah, is the, fucking you know, hilarious. You find, After. You, you find humility in being able to laugh at yourself and being able to joke. It's Dude, like, what are you saying about same hospital tripping, 14 times. Yeah, tripping over a curb and you look back and your family's all laughing at you, like, does it feel better to get angry because you fell, or does it feel better to look back and just everybody's laughing? Like right. I'm laughing, I'm covered in mud, yeah, I whatever. bust my ass. What are you gonna do? But this is fucking hilarious. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like so, yes, there there is a certain amount of comedy, and I think through the platform of comedy, you're allowed to say whatever the fuck you want. Well, that's why I try to frame it that way. You know what I mean? Fuck dude, I you you can say whatever you want through comedy. Fuck shit you, ass, dude. And I mean, just blatantly disrespectful shit. And comedy. And comedy gives you the liberty to say that. It does. People are like, oh, he's a comedian. You yeah. can't get up and say the shit that you say as a politician. No. Nah. People are going to be like, I'm not going to vote for this fucking guy. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, this guy's an asshole. He's heartless and he doesn't give a shit. Well, they did that once. Yeah, I'm sure. But they were wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's the funny part about, you know, uh, you know, stressing it is getting through it. It's not funny when you're in it. No, oh, fuck no. It you sucks. You know what I mean? But to get back... You know, and look back at it and get through it and just say, fuck, man, dude, I was tripping. Fucking you know crazy, mean? yeah. Dude, I go through it every day. Like, yeah. I always look back at, like, uh, when Martin does that bit about, like, how his show got canceled and he was, like, running the street, like, naked. Yeah. With a gun and shit. Angel Dust. Angel, Angel Dust. Dust. Yeah, Angel Dust helps. Yeah, so, like, piece piece. think, like, I love that joke. I love that, uh, that uh, piece of content that he has. Because it's on something that was so fucking catastrophic in his life. Yeah. Oh, it's devastating. Yeah. It's to even see him as a fan. Yeah. Like, like this is Martin. where my guy's gotten, yeah. like, gone to. You know what I mean? Fuck. You know, this is but terrible. that bit is so fucking good. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have to find <laughs> Dope some. Dope man. Dope man had me lunching. <laughs> I did, right? So, shit. <laughs> Martin, That's why man. it's just uh, like, you know, it's, it's one of those situations where I, I, with this show, I hope that it grows to a point where people can get their points across on here and not be afraid to f- express themselves fully because it's a comedy show. Right. You know, like, I yeah. want the balance of being like, yo, I could get really serious. Like, we talked about something really serious, and then, like, we'll make fun of Dad for, like, five minutes. Right. Or make fun of ourselves, yeah. you know? And I don't want anybody to feel as if we're neglecting the importance of how serious 
it is when people are going through this. But the thing is, is that I'm joking about something that I deal with yeah. every day. Yeah. Like, like uh, every day. What was it like a year ago or so? Like you have really bad panic attacks, kind of out of nowhere. Dude, I, I mean, I, I we could basically say anything here, dude. Since I since I was since I was 16, there hasn't been a day in my life that I haven't considered suicide. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's and there are some days where I'm I'm really down. But it, and it's not even considering in a way that oh today's going to be the day. It's just like what would everybody else's life be like if I wasn't? That's here? what it is. That's what it is. I'm gonna and then I'd say, I would help them, and then I would say, you know what? This would devastate them. Yeah. And every day of my life, with every struggle, the scared part of me says, "We'll just get out of it." Yeah. There's only one way out of it. You know what I mean? And the truth of the matter is, is that there isn't. There isn't only one way out of it. Yeah. There are so many ways out of it. You know what I mean? And and that's why I say is that That's the I easiest could, way out of it. It's the easiest way out of it. It's the most it's the most direct yeah. and, and 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 instant. But at the same time, it's just like I it's just there. It's done. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, I all I think about is just how how important I am to everybody else. Well that's the wild thing. It's like there's like Thinking about murking yourself is crazy because if you really think about it, it's like, yo, it's like, is it normal to have a conversation just out of nowhere? Just be like, yo, if you were going to kill yourself, how would you do it? Right. Is it normal? Is yeah. that, I think that's normal. 100%. But people, if you were to ask somebody that, they would be like, oh, that's like. Oh. Right. Well, when, you, when you're having that conversation, you're just a bunch of young teenagers that are assholes. You're like, yeah, I would do it. I would jump off the roof and do I would fucking back. I would, I would land on like my, my ex, two middle yeah, fingers. I'd land on like my ex girlfriend's dad's car because he's a piece of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right? Like that's you're like that's you're joking about it then. Yeah. The way that you but were, when you're really the way you in picture it, killing yourself when you were a kid was way cooler. Yeah, because you, you weren't going through those things. Right. Maybe you when weren't. You were, when you weren't going through things. It was just yeah. talk. But when you're older, I'll probably do like a fucking can opener. Off right. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Around. Yeah, exactly. And like with no pants on. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but the thing is, is that when you're older and it's real, you don't joke about it in that way. You yeah. just like. And when you're younger and it's real, you don't joke about it that way. Exactly. So, so you know, when you when you start to respect life more and these things are still going on. It's not a conversation you're going to bring up to joke about. So that's why I understand when people are like, oh, well, it's not really something that I think you guys should joke about and all this other stuff. I get it. You know what I mean? I never want to offend anybody with the humor that I use when I apply it to serious, serious things. But it's gotten me through it. You know, laughing is such a powerful medicine and such a great antidote for, for getting through depression and stuff like that. And if you, if you miss any moment to laugh or enjoy it, even at your lowest points... Uh, that struggle is going to be harder for you, man. Oh, hell yeah! You know I mean? laugh, laugh, laughing is uh, is is really it's it's soul cleansing, and that's why I think uh, as damaged as we all are as people, <coughs> excuse me, and as damaged as we are, just as low priori men, yeah, we use humor to get through it. We have to. We it's, have the only, to. it's the only coping mechanism we had, really. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like when our dad would like lose his mind from like a serious mental breakdown, we would just have to laugh it off, right? Because then it just gets sad. Right. Then your dad's just fucking crazy. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, realistically, though, like, my dad has, dad has tried to kill me before. Right. With a, with a car. Yeah. That happens. I mean, he liked the car, though. That's why he didn't do it. Yeah, that's yeah. the only thing. He's like, I don't want to fix the bumper on this one. No, 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 no. 
No, but like I even talked to mom. I was like, listen, I was like, I felt like I got away with a lot, but like you and Mike got away with fucking murder. Yeah, but that. But let me tell you something. I got away with everything too. That, is, just that is such a common thing in the hierarchy of siblings. Yeah. Right. Like one sibling is always going to be able to get away with a little bit more. Mm. And sometimes that's because they're like, oh, my parents are thinking to themselves, like, I really fucked this kid up, so I got to give him a green light on some of the <laughs> shit. You know what yeah, I mean? it's true. Where it's like, you know, si- younger siblings always get the shit. Yeah, well, that's the worst part. Hold on, I'm plugging this in. But uh, I wanted you to expand, like, on what it was like before Mike and I were around. Before you and Mike before, were around. Like before Mike and I were alive and kicking. I'm putting this charger in here so we don't drop our battery. Gotcha. But, uh... How much of this do you actually edit out out of, like, an hour and 15? Uh, I'll probably leave this in because it's... it's whatever. Yeah. It's, it's more I, of a conversation. Like, yeah. I don't want things to be, like, overly produced and shit. Right, right. Like, no, I got you. No. Real, right? Organic. Yeah. I remember... So I was seven when Michael was born. I was nine when you were born. Michael was born in 87. I was born in 80. And you were born in 90. Yeah, no, I was born in 89. You were born First in 89. First mistake already. There you go. Yeah, there I'm you a go. piece of shit. Great brother. Awesome. So. Right? I, I'm trying to think. I remember the role in my life changing a lot because I think immediately Kiana and I were depended on to be caretakers for you guys. Mom yeah. worked and was going to school. Dad worked like crazy. Um, so there was a lot of young people supervising other young people. You know what I mean? It, fortunately for me, I think it benefited me when I became such a young father because I had already had right. like a, a good practice. five fucking years. Like I'd been in the farm league for a minute. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I finally made that arm ready. Tommy yeah, John just, surgery. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Just yeah. throwing junk. Um, so what I remember, I remember mom and dad in a very romantic, loving Smoochy, yeah, Gucci. Right. I remember that. I remember them dancing in the kitchen together, you know, bumping like Motown records and singing to each other and all this other stuff. I don't think your presence or Michael's presence was what contributed to the change in that. I just think, you know, marital life. marital issues. Marital stuff. Fuck with shit, you know? Yeah. I don't remember my life being better or worse before you guys. I remember I I I love better if anything, right? I loved being an older brother. Right. I loved it. I loved that was a softball, bro. uh, Yeah. I mean, I loved torturing you guys. I loved loving you guys. I loved bringing you guys places with me because you were funny at just a young age, and you were both really cute kids. So it didn't fuck with me as far as getting girls. Girls were like, "Oh my god, who is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's my brother Danny, and that's Michael. His teeth are awesome. You know what I mean?" Like, I, I I remember. That's what I remember. I remember as I got older. 13, 14 in my life started to become more of social outside that that's where I became less available to you guys and that happened for a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where but I was we just moved caught up. too. Yeah, I was caught up in my life. This, I was this chasing gets me, tail. This gets I was me getting the, high. This gets me to the good part. Yeah. We always got to talk about Hood Jared on the show. Welcome Hood Jared to the show. Yo. Uh, Hood Jared when is did now Hood Jared. Jared. What, what, when, what era was Hood Jared? Hood Jared. <laughs> what ages were Hood Jared's? And this isn't like yeah. Jared like dressed up like hood like Jared no, this lived, is Jared doing Jared uh doing lived in the ghetto for yeah pretty much no reason he just wanted to live there. But, well, uh, you, I'll tell you why I went there because everybody looked like me. Yeah, I grew up in a town in a part of that town where nobody else really looked like me. Yeah, 
You know, all the girls were white, all the guys were white. You know what I mean? Like, if all the guys were Jewish, all the guys were Jewish, I was a Christian. You know what I mean? I was not. So I went to where I blended in and had no fucking business being there, but it was such a valuable, it was such a valuable time in my life. Teaches you a lot of people, a lot about people. Hood Jared existed between 18 and 25. Yeah. Right? Yeah, that makes sense. Right? Ratchet Jared. Super ratchet. Between 18 and 25. Hood Jared still existed up until my 30s. Yeah, I'm still Hood Jared. Like, yeah, I still, yeah, yeah. Because I spent most of my time there. Dude, I still ride through the hood. Yeah. Not because I feel, like, obligated, but because I, because I feel good there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of bad shit happened there, but a lot of good shit happened there, too. You didn't and like I also, Hastings. And I didn't like Hastings as a teenager. I right. loved Hastings as I got older because it was a safe haven. Right. And nobody, it, you might as well have lived in the fucking moon. When all the dirt was happening just eight seconds away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right when you hit Glenwood, it gets all Yeah. I think Hood Jared happened for me when I was very confused about my identity, when I was involved in the the you know, the sale of drugs, when I was involved in illegal shit that was constantly going on around me. And in order to feel like I was fitting in part of squad. I I you know, I participated. But I'll tell you, man, I was I was very lucky that people that were from there, because I never it was never a wannabe tough guy thing. It was never that. No. I never that's not your vibe. It was a hustler thing. Yeah, I wanna be a hustler. I want a BMW. I want a gold chain. Yeah. I want a chick that looks like that. It was and that was something that the culture of just music pushed on us. Of course. You know what I mean? So yeah, when people are like, like, oh, they're they're listening to like... kids and all this other shit. But when you looked at a Nas or you looked at a Jigger or you looked at Biggie or you looked at Pac, Fresh. you were like, I fucking want to be like that. Yeah. Dressed to death but still gangster shit. Like, there was you no know? social media too, like a whole bunch of no, that. No, it was real shit. Stars. But I'm telling you, I was fortunate enough to be around people that were really thugged out. I told your ass to go home. That were fucking animals. You know yeah. what I mean? That were like, Jared, go home, man. Yeah, it's going to get ugly out here in like an hour. Dude, I used to have people tell me that all the time. Like, yo, Jay, you probably want to go upstairs, dog. And I'd be like, why? They're like, this shit's... And dude, lo and behold, 10 minutes later, bang, 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 bang. Ambulances, funerals, all the shit that I missed. You know what I mean? Like, because someone there never said, oh, Jared's a wannabe. Jared just is part of something that I don't think he realizes is going to... Is a vacuum, bro. And yeah. this shit is going to suck you in. And the next day... And it's a vacuum quick. You catch one felony, it's over. Your life is never the same. You can't get a good job the way you wanted to. It's you can find one, but it's gonna be hard. You can't vote. Yeah, you can't do shit. You know what I mean? You can't tell your kids, hey, I stayed out of jail. You know what I mean? But what I became yeah. fond of later on was like, look, these are the things I did wrong. And when you give advice to young people, they're like, Well, you fucked it all up. Why would I want to do it? And I'm like, exactly, bro. I'm the reason you don't do it that way. I'm the reason yeah. you stay in school. I'm the reason you keep your nose clean. I'm the reason you stop fucking broads without rubbers. You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is, learn from what I fucked up. And that's what I tried to push on you guys. And luckily, you guys stayed away from that shit because I never came home glorifying nah. what it was. I was like, I would come home disturbed by it. Yeah. Shell-shocked. Like, dude, I fucking saw some 19-year-old kid get shot to death tonight. Yeah. That ain't nothing I want to go home and tell my brothers about. Like, yo, if you want to come hang out with me, and start hustling. I was never like that. I was like, bro, this is fucked up. Come see this shit. Come look at all the candles and the murals and the crying mothers. You know what I mean? Look at all this shit. This shit is real. So for 18 to 25, I was blinded into thinking that that was something because, I mean, let's be honest, we were okay at it. 
yeah. We were making a couple little extra bucks. We were doing all right. You know, when you're 18 to 25 and you don't have like a real job, 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 like that's paying, yeah. and this side money works, you're like, oh, I could, I could be a functional a drug dealer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I could be a functional criminal and not hurt anybody. I still love my mother. I still go to church. Right. But I was, but I was walking, uh, I was walking a very, very narrow fucking line and rope that at any point, if I fell from that rope, um, it could have, it could have meant the end of my life. What, was, what, what was the change for you, kids? No, because you had kids no, at the time. No, it wasn't the change. Unfortunately, that's not what that's not what changed. What um what what changed me was burying young men. Yeah, yeah. That that it was it was devastating to me. Yeah. And what was devastating to me was how how little people cared after they were gone. Right. It's a cycle. Endless. Nobody gave a fuck. They gave a fuck at the funeral. They cried and all this other shit. But the next day they were fucking the dude's girl. You know what I mean? They they never took care of their kids. Their parents are up there fucked up. You never go by the house. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was just like, what the fuck is this? This is awful. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was crazy to me that somebody was there and your best friend one moment. And the second that they're in a box, you're already trying to plug the dude's chick. It was crazy to me. Yeah. yeah. The, the lack of loyalty and trust that was there because that, it's a jungle. You know what I mean? A lion's a lion. He's going to eat somebody. You know what I mean? Like, and I mean, that's I what... To, I used to come over there and be fucking people with bullet holes in them. Dude, like, are you kidding me? Are you, you kidding me? Dude, I fucking... I, there were shootouts all the, all the... Dude, all the fucking time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and what, the decent part of me never wanted to hurt anybody else. Right. But the, but the reality of it was is that I might have to hurt somebody else. Right. Like on some kill or be killed shit. And I was like, I'm not built for this. All for the love of hustling. When people, yo, all for the love of drug dealing. When people are like, yo, your homie did five years in prison. I'm like, five years in prison? Dude, I cried like a baby coming to Miami. Right. I couldn't I couldn't do any kind of You know what I mean? Like, And I'm like, I'm not. But that was the I'm thing. I wasn't running shit. around like, yo, I'll fuck this up. I'll fuck that up. I was running around like, yo, let's chill. Like, because we're hot, bro. Like, you know, yeah, we got yeah, shit yeah. in the car, dog. We should probably shut the fuck up and just yeah, drive away right now. Yeah, let's chill out. The car. Yeah. And I'll never forget, like, when I would go out and meet people like that. I would be like, that's not, that's how I don't want to do it. Oh, yeah. Hus- hustling shit. for Jordans and all of that shit. That Hot wasn't my shit. thing. I was just like, I just want to put money away. Yeah. But I think, yeah, it, it didn't, what changed, what changed it for me, what actually foolishly made, fueled me to want to do it was that I convinced myself I'm putting kid, I'm putting food in my kids' mouths, so I'm going to do what I have to do. Right. It was an excuse. You know what I mean? But burying young people. Young men and women, change. yeah, it, that's that's what put me over the top. Well, I mean, listen, it's uh, to see, I mean, to see your personal growth, uh, myself, uh, obviously, you know, we're always your biggest fans. We're your little brothers, so that's how that is, that how that works. But I love you guys for it, yeah, man. But um, where you come from to where you are now, um, if you have any advice for your old self. Mm-hmm. Two things. What's your least favorite tattoo that you have? My least favorite yeah. tattoo that I have, um, probably this. The wind. The what's that? A, what's that? A windmill? Yeah. So Jared has sun rays on his on his wrist. Yeah. And they look like sun rays, but he came home and Mike was like, "What is that? A windmill?" He's like, "He's like, yeah." Jared was like, "Yo, you see my tat?" And he yeah. was just like, "Yeah." He was like, "Oh, damn, that shit is hot." What is that? A windmill? 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, sun's I, should, I guess I should tell you. Then he's like, it's the sun's ray. Yeah, well, what it was is that I had love and hate tattooed here, and then I wanted to start a sleeve. Yeah. And the people that I went to this just didn't envision what it was that I was trying to do, and they ended up marking me with shit. Fortunately for me, I can get this shit taken off because it's light, and this is actually something that I like that I would continue. That's probably my least favorite, just because it wasn't done well. And 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 the goal that I the set Wallace's for. tattoo is always dope. Wallace tattoo is dope, but this is a reminder again of just. I mean, this dude used to sit out there every night with me, right. when all the other hood shit would stop, and it was just us. Yeah. And and he would tell me all the time, like, "Yo, Jared, don't ever change, bro. Like, I like you because you don't try to be anybody else. You're just you. You didn't know yeah. I mean. And that coming from somebody who is extra hood. Yeah. Where normally they the might young be, man who lost his life. Yeah, lost his life, yeah. and 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 uh, and it was taken from him, and he was twenty four years old, bro. And we spent a lot of time together just talking. Where he said it's like I could almost talk to you in a way that I can't talk to anybody else because I don't have to keep this facade. Yeah, they, they'll call me a fucking pussy or something. You know what I mean? And and coming from somebody like that, that normally in that position would look at me and be like, "Food, I'm food to a dude like this," because he's like, "You ain't banging the way I'm banging." Yeah. You ain't banging nothing like what I'm doing. Yeah. So if I wanted to turn around and snake you for it, there ain't shit you could do. Yeah. You could try to put up a fight, but you know I'm going to go harder. Yeah. I got a gun on me. I got a knife. And I'm already thinking this way. He never saw me that way. He just always saw me as like the neutral. And that's what got me through life in Yonkers at that time. I was neutral, bro. I could go anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere. Any hood. Rival block. All of that shit. They always knew. Jared just want to get his little money and smoke. And drink, Make chase a little tail, and that was it. He'd never try to come over here and claim any set or nothing. I used to have to tell people all the time, like, bro, this ain't my set. Just because I live here, like, I don't bang on the shit that you guys do. I'm getting money doing some other shit, and it wasn't out there because you couldn't. No. It was too hot. I'm like, I used to tell him all the time, how the fuck you get money out here? You killing people out here. It's amazing to me. There's cops out here every fucking second because you shot somebody last night. How the fuck are you going to make a sale? <laughs> How the fuck are you getting any money out of it, though? Yeah, we'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Somebody was shot the fuck up in their crib. I'm not going to say their name, but they were still fucking hustling. Just all shot up. Yeah. yeah. His shit was lit up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, like you're like coming to my boy's crib. And I was just like, yo, what's up? Oh, God damn, this dude shot the fuck up yeah. right now. Yeah. That was the, I, I didn't want to die. Jumps. I didn't want to die, bro. Yeah, dude. I didn't want to die that way. No. You know what I mean? Like, where people glorify, like, I'm going out in a hail of bullets, and I'm like, bro, that's a fucking terrible way to go out. And then you're like, wait, my parents (laughs) live in Hastings. Let's figure that out. Right. And that was a thing, too, but I never denied where I was from. That's what I was... Yeah, no, you never... Everybody knew where I was from. Yeah, Yeah, I was never like, oh, yeah, I was born and raised in the hood. No, I wasn't. If you would have got shot out there and died, people would have been like, what the fuck was he doing Dude, do you know how fucking embarrassing that would have been That you got shot in the hood? Yeah. And you're I mean, pe- catching a stray is one thing, but yeah. getting into an argument with somebody and, and then clapped. getting killed, yeah. like running my mouth to somebody that I know has a gun on him, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then that dude, because nobody really wanted to shoot the well, fair one, well, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. you beat somebody up, you get shot. Well, everyone's you don't beat him up, you hold get this. shot. Uh, you scrap. It was, well, what out there was a lot of... If they, if they were your boy, you would just fight him. But even then, I knew. If you if they lose, even then I knew if I, if I lose, his boy ain't gonna love it. You didn't know. Right. And that was the thing. I didn't have that if with I beat my, him up. If someone's gonna with my up. closest friends. We would get into it, but nobody. I mean, we get into fist fights with each other all the time, but nobody was getting stabbed or shot. No, you were good. An yeah. hour later, you were drinking a beer, fucking doing a little blow, and like, yeah. and and you were good. You know what I mean? Like, you got over it the next day. Like, yo, you coming over to the house? You're like, yeah, I got you. And you both be there with a fat lip and busted nose Chill. that you gave each other. Yeah. 
But it, but we loved each other. These people they didn't love each other, bro. There was no love. It was disgusting to watch. It was it was it was actually my first introduction to how little people care about each other, and that's what made me want to get out of it. That was a very that was a killer be killed place, dude. Vicious, vicious. Place. I don't know what you thought bringing us there. I was yeah. I brought but guess what? I was there a bunch. But guess what? You were there a bunch. But at times where I never saw thing. anything, never saw anything, never saw I, anything bad. Right, that's it. We'd be in the house. I saw after that. effects. Like right, you saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you see him with his crutches. You see him laid up in the bed. You see the candles. But you were never out there because I always knew if it was going to be hot or not. Yeah, I was just like, yo, and they would tell me like, yo, you probably don't want to be. But it was never late night. I'm like, yo, come through early in the day and see what yeah. it is. But like, what it was, but it, play but football it, against like, but it kept, yeah, but it kept you out of that shit. Yeah, for sure. I will tell you right now. I drove through there. I said, I don't want to be. there. I dabbled. Yeah, but like I, I never wanted to be like, nah, I'm alright. No, nah, but you're never on the block, hand to hand kind of dude because nah, it's nah, just nah, it's too risky nah, of a place to be. Nah, it's a dangerous nah, place. That's not that's not it, man. It's a dangerous place to be. Yeah, and that's, I can't and, I can't do that. And that's I'm great and I'm grateful for that time because what it made me it, it just made me respect life on a whole other level. Yeah, I mean sometimes yeah. you need that, and thankfully you didn't have to get shot or stabbed. Dude, you know how many funerals I went to in like five years? A whole bunch. Twenty. Twenty. You know how many of them were caused by violence? Twenty. Nobody, there was one kid that I grew up with that was a violent kid that died from cancer. And he was lucky. Yeah. And still died at a very young age. When you look at cancer as luck compared to getting fucking shot to death in, in, the, in the vestibule of your building. He had a chance. Nobody took him. God took him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that, that was it. You know? To that's die like at the a, hands like of a, somebody else, another young man. Dude, it's fucking devastating, bro. Yeah, I can't imagine. You know how many of those things I was there for out of 20? Probably five or six of them. Saw it happen. Dude, it's crazy. It's, it's a crazy lifestyle. So, so my advice to anybody that's young is enjoy being young, right? Don't go too fast because when you go too fast, you're an unlicensed driver behind the wheel of a very, very fast sports car. And as pretty as it looks and as fast as it goes... It will fucking kill you. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's really what it is. Get some understanding and experience in life before you start trying to push yourself to a point that you're not yet at. And that and that's everything that's applied to me. I had kids way too young. I got into drugs and alcohol, which is if you can never do, that's great. But at a too young of an age where I just wasn't developmentally ready to hold that. I got into serious relationships when I was too young. And I got into fucking crime. At, at, at no point is crime a good idea, but when you're a young person, it's 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 it it it's will it will basically form who you are for the rest of your life if you don't make it out of it. Yeah, and you're able to break that cycle. When you're having conversations with somebody who's ten years older than you, I'm forty and they're fifty, and they're, and they're still going in and out of prison. That's who I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, that guy knows nothing else. Just came home and only got a jail ID. That was with my man the other night. Just came home, in and out of jail. The dude's thirty two years old. Some motherfuckers like that shit. Yeah. I mean, if you wanted three hots in a cot and you want your teeth to get fixed and you want medical covers, then yeah, it's a great place to be. Fuck that shit. Yeah, you know, I would not last 17 minutes. But it show. also goes back to what it is. I'd get we this booty up fast. Dude, fast. Super fast. And they like it. You got nice thighs. Yeah, claps. Yeah, with the ponytail and all that shit. Yeah. But I'll tell you this. Danny the Lobster, because I just played that and let but, them do whatever they want. That's it. But what it goes back to is what we consider ourselves valuable enough to avoid. Yeah, like for me, it's like I never had the problem of like, uh, 
if I have to beat the shit out of somebody, I'll do it. Fine. But I never wanted to start a fight with anybody. I did. Yeah, you did. I did. Mike I got, did and I got and I got beat up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Because I found myself getting into conflict with people that were out of my weight class. Yeah. Yeah, and they'd be, like, they'd be like, "Yo, shorty, like he was banging, but he couldn't hold up." Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, but I they see me and they'd be like, they "Oh, he's a little, little bit person, like, yeah. You off yeah, yeah." Yeah, like I see him again, they're like, "Yo, shorty, you good?" You know what I mean? My shit still swelled up. I'm like, "Yeah, fucking dog." Like, you know. But I was never really like I was never a hothead that wanted to. If anything, I was the one telling people like, "Yo, chill, chill, chill." Like, "Yo, just be easy, man." Yeah, you know, I used like, to go out uh, with a couple of my friends all the time. We'd be in the club for ten minutes and get thrown out. Oh yeah, thrown out or jumped. You Mike's know what I mean? Like, Mike's different. Mike, I never. Yeah, I've Mike's never, changed though. Mike's changed. But in he a, still gets hot. Mike's bro. changed in a lot of ways, but I'll tell you right now, Mike has zero fear. No. When it comes I've to never when seen, it comes to you know what he's afraid of like weird shit that'll grow on yeah. his ass. Yeah, he's a yeah he's afraid he, of like he, like yeah. he's a, a he's like a hypochondriac. Yeah. But I've never seen somebody so ready for war. And for eat no, your face. Uh, yeah. Eat, yeah, he'll eat your children. And he'll eat your children. Yeah. <laughs> he's a sweetie. He's a sweetie. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. Yeah. He's fucking banana foster. Yeah, so I, yeah, no, he is. So <laughs> I guess, yeah, crazy. I guess I guess that's advice that I give to anybody, man. It's just slow down, man. Where do you see yourself five years? I see myself still in the same field. Okay. Um, just the grass is greener? The grass is greener. I, I probably see myself um, invested in other things, um, getting my money to work for me. So property, probably, baby. yeah, property or just you know going, you know, getting past that place of of insecurity and being like, this is something I could be good at. You know what I mean? I think what I would you did say, here today would be something. I mean, this is it. At. I mean, five years from now, I could be in Florida. You know what I mean? You never know. But but I just my whole life has changed, today. dude. Right now, and it's still it's still in the process of it. Like to me, I'm just like sitting in a hotel room with my brother. Outside is Miami, and here is just you and I. You know what I mean? Tomorrow, you're gonna wake up and be like, "Yo, what the fuck am I doing?" I know. One hundred percent. I know. But I got a new puppy. Yeah, new puppies will help. New puppies help. They got, I got shit. They got a and piss, I, and they got I left. Jack I left New York with nothing but my puppies. Yeah, could be and my guitars. They're on their way. Could be worse. At least I was here for a He's day. He's around here somewhere. <laughs> we haven't named him yet. Yeah, uh, go to patreon.com uh, slash otcpod, uh, $5 to pick a name for the dog. There he is. There he is. There he Look is. Look at him. Look at him. He's a doodle. doodle he's boy. a golden doodle who's black. Yeah. So I'm still trying to figure that it's out. It's all right. It's, uh, he's, um, he identifies as a doodle, I would say. He looks way more like a doodle. Yeah, he looks like a little gorilla. Oh, yeah. He does. He does look like a little like gorilla. A little gorilla. Get out of here. A dog needs a bath. Listen, I, I've had I've had you on way longer than I needed you to be on, to be yeah. honest. Yeah. I don't know who's going to sit through this whole hour and 40 somebody, minutes. Somebody will. Somebody will. The video cut out, too, which is great, but I'll fix that. Okay. Um, if there was something uh, that you, yourself... Tell yourself every day, because you were touching on just for a second, that, you know, since you were 16, you think about it every day. Would there be something advice-wise to people who are having similar thoughts like that? Uh, where do you go mentally to try and get out of those spaces? Um, I, I found myself recently not trying to get out of them so much and kind of just... Absorbing, absorbing them, embracing them. Yes, yeah, not running from it. Be, right, not not so much running from it, um, but just really facing it. 
You know what I mean? It's like when you've run from something all your life and finally... Hard thing to do. Yeah, finally you turn around and you're just like, fuck it, I'm not running yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think I find myself there now more just saying, hey, you're going to get through it. People to help you get through it is great, but the only person that's really going to get you through it is you. Yeah, you know 100%. What I mean? Rely on those people that you trust um, to be open with, to be completely vulnerable with and express those things to. But honestly, go to a place where you can help people, man. It really does something. I mean, and I, and find it. Go out there and really push yourself to find it. Find somewhere where you could do something for charity. Find something where you can reach out to somebody that you know's life is harder than yours right now, and and just do something that is going to help them feel better about it. And I promise you, you'll feel better almost immediately. I love it. Yeah, love almost it. immediately. Uh, so when does uh, Carbone Miami open? It opens January twelfth. January twelfth. Um, it's going to be an absolute. Madhouse, madhouse in a great way. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm I'm thrilled to be here. Um, I already miss home, but I have you here too. So, you know, I'm, 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 I'm days. I yeah, bad. I know. I'm ready for it, man. I, I'm I'm ready for it. I, you know, when you live in a tropical climate, people make ways to come down and see you. One hundred percent. They move some stuff around. You move right to now. Alaska, they're like, ah, oh, cousin, he's gonna yeah, be. Uh, I'll see you Christmas time back in New York. It's a little tough for me right yeah, now. Yeah, I can't yeah, really yeah. Swing I'll it. Facetime. Yeah. You know, when you move to Florida, people already, you know. Online, uh, the the uh, the booking shots. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. like yo, I'm coming, I'm coming. Yo, I got like this yeah. thing that I got to do, but I'll I'll come through. Like, you know, I got like my dad's funeral, but like I'll come through after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like people are ready to rock. Um, but yeah, so um, if you want to see Jared, kick it with him. You could uh, yeah, come get see Rigatoni service. Yeah, you, come uh, see him. Spicy Rigatoni at Carboni. Captain Captain Jotty. That's it. Captain Jotty. Uh, again, my brother was fantastic. Thank Love you so you. much for coming Thank on the show. Thank you for having me on. Thanks Love for picking you. me up from the airport. I got you, Doug. Um, bringing me home. Uh, follow the show on Instagram at one and one OTC. Uh, shout out to one and one. Uh, go check out one and one life.com for all your health needs in terms of financial workouts, mental health. Mm. We got it all over there. Supplements. Anything you need, go to 101life.com. Uh, you can check the Patreon out, patreon.com slash otcpod. And uh, you can follow me at Dan Prairie on Instagram. Jared doesn't have any social media. God bless no, him. I might open something up, though. Yeah, you never you might know. have to open something it's up. A new day. down here in Miami getting real, getting real ugly. Instagram with just pictures of my dogs. Yeah. <laughs> something. Or, your, or, or your dog. Whatever you yeah. want to do. Instagram's a crazy place. <laughs> at an end. But we'll see you guys later. Peace, and y'all. remember, your brain game is fire. <laughs>